Welcome to the Family Life Church Podcast. We hope you're blessed and encouraged to share this with someone you know. Subscribe or visit thefamilylife.org for more information. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. It was the Apostle Paul who offered to each of us something in the book of Romans that was both consoling and revealing. Look at it with me, if you would, please, in Romans 7. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Paul, the apostle, this, this man among men, this anointed and chosen vessel of God admitted, he admitted that, that he struggled. That was the revealing. He, he was transparent, vulnerable, open to admit that he struggled, battled with his own flesh. That what he knew he needed to do, that was a thing that he did not do. And, and that which he knew he should not do, that was in fact what he did. He revealed the nature within us all that that was the consolation, that like Paul, no matter, uh, no matter our pedigree or our past or our present, we all battle, every one of us battle with our flesh. One day claiming the victory only to find ourselves the next day suffering a defeat. We get it right, then we get it wrong. We do good, then we do not so good. It's the, great, it's the great struggle between flesh and, and spirit, this tension. And Paul finally came to the conclusion and the ultimate answer when he said this in Romans 7, 24 and 25. Look at it. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Oh, O wretched man that I am. If you have not said those exact words at some point in your life, you probably had said something like them in your mind, in, in, in your mind, in your heart or with words. You said, why did I do it again? Why did I say that? I'm a failure. You, you tell yourself, I, I just can't get it right. I'm my, I'm my own worst enemy. Uh, we repeat it over and over to ourselves. It echoes in our mind and in our heart and our life. It's that war that is waged within us. It's the common conflict of us all. But we also have the hope of the same answer to our sinful state, and that is Jesus. That's the place that Paul came to. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, he said. In our weakness, in our frailty, the answer is and always will be Jesus. 
John said it this way in John, the second chapter, 1 John 2, 1. My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. He pleads our cause. Understand this. He pleads our cause. He stands for us when we cannot stand. He is righteous even when we are not righteous. While we were yet sinners. Christ died for us, Paul said in Romans. We didn't deserve it. We do not deserve it. But yet he still loves us and he helps us and he forgives us in our frailties and our weaknesses, he knows. No amount, understand this please now, no amount of inconsistency on the part of man can change the consistency of that of God. No matter how inconsistent you and I might be, no matter how much we might miss the mark, it does not change the consistency of God. No matter how much culture or the character of humanity may try to diminish the importance of, uh, of God or reject his sovereignty, it, it does not unseat or unsettle him in any way. That's why the psalmist David said uh, in his wor- in, in, that his word is forever settled in heaven. It stands firm, in other words, um, uh, the sovereignty of God, the word of God, the word made flesh, it, it it will not move. Nothing will move it. No amount of man, no amount of the means of man or culture can change it. No matter the means of man's or the influence of the earth will, will or can change the eternal divine nature of God. And this is what that means for you and I personally. Look back here, Second uh, Timothy, the second chapter, 13th verse. If we believe not, if we believe not, yet he abideth faithful. He cannot deny himself. If we believe not, um, if we fail, if we struggle, if we stumble, if, if once again we miss the mark, God still remains faithful. Our inconsistency does not change his consistency. Our unrighteousness does not take away from his righteousness. Uh, understand this, please. This was not a release uh, to openly rebel and sin. It was not a free pass to live as we please, but rather it was a consolation and a hope to understand how you and I can see God and how God sees you and I. To understand that, to have a perspective, to have a vision in God, to have an acceptance of it. Even in our unfaithfulness, God is faithful. He remains our hope. He remains our Savior. So if you're struggling if you're struggling and, and staggering in this difficult day, know simply that God remains sure and steadfast. He remains faithful, even when we are not, even when we struggle with belief, even with we, when we question or we fear or we doubt, He remains faithfully God. He's not mad at you. He's not disappointed with you. He's not just waiting for you to fail again so He can pour out His wrath on you. No, that's not God. Know this that he is faithful and he is loving and he is kind. He's not willing that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance. God is willing for you to be saved today. He wants you to be saved more than you want to be saved. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves us all. He remains faithful in all the things of life and all the things that surround us right now that seem to be inconsistent and unstable. God is faithful. He abides, he remains. He's always, always faithful. Wherever you are physically right now, I want you to pray with me. 
but more importantly, wherever you are spiritually, your, your present spiritual condition, in other words, weak or weary in what may seem to be the battle for your life, I want you to pray with me right now there in that place where you feel like that it's coming against you and, and uh, you're not worthy. No one is because of his righteousness, his love, his mercy, his grace. You are made worthy. So know that, that Jesus is faithful and he loves you. So pray with me. Father, I pray for those that are listening to this, wherever they might be, um, in their home, at work, in their car, with friends or family. And Lord, first we give you praise and honor and thanks and glory. So Lord, I pray right now for the individual that's, that's listening, that's watching, um, that's going through a great amount of, of difficulty, pain in their life, torment. The enemy has convinced them that they're not worthy, that they're flesh, that they failed one too many times and, and that somehow uh, that you're disappointed with them. God, help them to realize that even in their lack of faithfulness, even in their lack of consistency or, or when they've struggled to believe that God, you still remain faithful. It doesn't diminish who you are. No matter the way of this world, the conditions, the environment that we're finding ourselves in, no matter how it may feel right now, it doesn't, doesn't change the greatness of who you are to us and your love for us. And help them to realize, God, that no matter how far off they might feel, they might seem in their own mind, in their own life, God, you are nigh, you are near them. Help them to be reminded of that. Help them to feel something, to see something, to know something, to hear this word tonight. And to know, God, that you are for them, not against them, but you are wanting them to be saved and to come to the place of repentance. So draw them back, I pray. Help them to realize, God, that there is a place beside you, a place in you for them, Lord, for their life. Help them not to fear. And help them to know, Lord, that you remain ever faithful. And I thank you, God, that you are. And we put our hope and our trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.